Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Morning Woods podcast. If you haven't already, go down to the bottom, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit like on this video. It helps us boost the algorithm. All the way from Denver, Colorado, I have my homeboy, Jacob Jonas, in the house. Hey, how's it going, everybody? What's up, dude? Dude, I'm just chilling. How are you? Dude, glad to have you. I'm doing fantastic. Just so the people at home know, Jacob's actually a documentary filmmaker, and he's a stand-up comedian. So we met at a show uh, about a week ago, and he was such an interesting person. I was like, I have to I have to pick this guy's brain. We, we had to see who this guy is. And you guys can check out his documentary on YouTube. It's at Jacob Jonas Comedy. Yeah, just Jacob Jonas Comedy. What's the YouTube. name of the documentary for people? The documentary is called Free or Dead. It's where I, uh, I've been traveling around the United States for about two months living in a van. Uh, and I'm doing comedy, obviously, but uh, I'm also going to crazy parts of America and Americana culture and just documenting it and interviewing people about what they think the future of the country looks like. Now I saw one, uh, that did very well on your YouTube channel about the juggalos, right? You went to the, the recent gathering. Yep. This is what I'll tell you. I saw the shaggy two dope podcast, oh, yeah. right? Not that I follow it or anything, but I saw it on my, on my feed I'm on YouTube and it had less views than the one that you posted on your channel for oh, the, shit. for the review of the gathering of the juggalos. Wow. So I don't know how big the juggalo community is, but like, they had like 49K yesterday. Yours has over, had like 53K. Wow. And this is a recent video. So I, I just love the fact that you're out here and you just now started doing this, but you're getting success on these videos because you're, you're making great content, bro. I, I loved it. I watched it myself and I thought it was very entertaining. So I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, no, that was a, that was like a really fun experience. That was, that was the first place that I went. I drove all the way from Denver to Ohio uh, and it was like an 18 hour drive or 16 hours. And, um, Dude, it was great. I was like terrified going into the fucking gathering because like I had no idea what to expect. I'm not a juggalo, whatever. But within hours, I was like, this place is fucking sweet. Were you family? <laughs> I was family, bro. <laughs> That's the thing with the, the gathering of the juggalos is like everybody who shows up there for all intents and purposes for that weekend, you are a juggalo. And so, yeah, there's just I mean, it was just insane. The shit that I saw. I mean, like just people walking around naked. There was like people doing whippets, fucking just like an open air drug market, pre people selling cocaine. Um, and just obviously music. Yeah. yeah. That's the biggest part of it. Like, that's what brings everybody together. I find it's like the, the arts, right? Yeah. It's like, that's an excuse to go and be your best self is just like, yeah, we're going to a concert, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what everybody at home thinks. Like these people are just going to a concert for the weekend. Sure. We'll see you when you get back to fucking your seven 11 job or your <laughs> yeah. desk job or whatever. Like, but no one knows that they're living this second life with this fucking yeah, juggalo like gallery. So I love that you went behind the scenes and really show people what it's like. Cause you don't know. I didn't know it was crazy like that. No, it is. And you know, what's funny is that there's a lot of people on YouTube. They just go like, there's like a lot of man on the street interviews and they just like interview juggalos and then people see them and they're like, Oh, juggalos are so dumb or whatever. But like when you go into the actual gathering, like I'm a sociologist, so it's like very interesting to me to see how people interact with each other in different groups of people. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like the the activities that they had, they had like fucking mud wrestling and like real wrestling. They called it Bloody Mania. Um, they had like uh, blindfolded boxing. They had blowjob contests. They had fucking dude. It was just it was crazy. That's insane. <laughs> well, you know what? It wasn't that crazy over the weekend. But you and I actually did some on the street interviews ourselves. We went out in the to our local Oregon district, which is a is a great place to talk to the local people here in Dayton. And uh, we did like this two part thing, which I, f I found was a fun social experiment. Yeah. Right. Because I'm asking people silly questions. I asked people what their favorite scary movie was. And before the bit was over, you asked them, you know, what they think about the American dream. And, and everyone just t turned their gears like, <laughs> yeah. right. They're like, I don't know my, my movies. I don't watch a lot of wait, the American dream. Hold on, man. I got something to say. And I just <laughs> saw that, like the grip that you had on them with that question. It just 
it was inspiring. I'll say that the least, but we, I think we should watch some of them. I think Dylan already has some queued up. And uh, this will be a separate piece of content. You guys can watch this too. We'll do uh, a Johnny on the spot with Jacob Jonas coming to my YouTube channel very soon. So what's your favorite scary movie? Um, Annabelle. Okay. That's it? That was fast. <laughs> That's the only scary movie I've seen. I don't Would like scary movies. Shout out the Morning Woods podcast. Okay, the Morning what? The Morning Woods podcast. Okay, shout out to the Morning Woods podcast. Yeah. Uh, one more question. What do you think okay. What do you think America's going to look like in 20 years? Um, Whoa, I think everybody's going to move to Mars airbag? in 20 years. Seriously? I think global warming is going to take over America and we're all going to be fucked. So. Really? <laughs> I just I love the the dichotomy between because like like her for example she was like so ready to just be like oh drunk girl on the street oh yeah, Annabelle Morning Woods and then I'm like wait, wait 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 what do you think America's gonna look like in 20 years and she's like oh fuck um, yeah dude yeah seeing that seeing the the difference I mean it was just like such a stark contrast between your questions and my questions yeah dude that's what I thought was so fun about it and I was like this podcast is gonna be crazy we got to know each other too we walked around for a few hours doing these interviews and uh, I got to pick your brain a little bit um, but. Yeah, dude, I just, I, I don't know what it is that was, like, so, I was so, like, mystified by, like, the 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 way that people shifted their gears so fast. I was like, whoa. I was like, maybe I should be asking people more serious questions. Or just, just I, I can also just appreciate the fact that there's uh, just such a huge difference in, like, the type of content that we're doing. Mm-hmm. But we're both still, like, touching people, and people were asking for our socials. And it was just, like, it was cool to see that people are interested in, what you're doing no matter what if you're out there on the streets and you're doing your own thing like, oh yeah they want to know what the hell is going on i mean we were talking about it how uh like what i've i've discovered since i mean i've been doing this for two months when i interview people like I, i'm usually pretty introverted and so it's kind of hard for me to like reach out to people and try to get them to interview but what i found is that people fucking love talking about themselves yeah especially when they're drunk yeah like they just like it's, what's your favorite thing or what you would be or where, where's the country going? what's your it's like they want to talk about their thoughts because they don't get to. Yeah, exactly. When's the last time someone asked them a question like that? No, seriously. It's profound, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a fucking, uh, yeah, people just, uh, they have opinions and they, a lot of times they just don't get the opportunity to say anything. Yeah. So I think it's great, dude. I hope that I hope that you get to fucking keep doing this and uh, I hope the documentary series does really well. I know it's going Thanks, to man. just by watching the first couple episodes. <laughs> Excuse me. And just meeting you and just seeing like the level of enthusiasm you have for this. I'm like, okay, this is, this is going to go very well. So I, I know you're going to go far in comedy too. We're people will look back on this and, and they'll be like, Oh shit. He had Jacob Jonas on. I guarantee that's going to happen, bro. I, I already see it. That. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm working on another one right now. It's, it's about dying malls. It's the third episode that I'm going to do. Uh, I went to, have you ever heard of a uh, Cincinnati mills? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's a almost completely abandoned mall. Um, but yeah, I'm doing a, a lot of filming on abandoned malls. I'm also going to go to a couple of gun shows in Tennessee. I'm oh, gonna, great! Yeah, I'm going to interview a lot of people about guns. Yeah, and we have gun night shows here all the time. They don't even take the sign down. Really? Yeah, we just we don't change the date. We just kind of know that it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, because it's. I mean, they're all the time. Yeah, yeah, constantly. It's the only place. I'll tell you this. It's crazy, dude. Gun and knife shows are the only place where you see like. You'll see like the Black Panthers and the KKK. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you'll see both sides. Like the dichotomy of that is wild <laughs> yeah. too, right? Yeah. Think yeah. about just the but like, and then later they'll be feuding with these same weapons. But <laughs> during the gun and knife show, it's like you're at church. Yeah, there's you know? Black Panthers, there's KKK, there's future school shooters, all I mean, of it. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's just like, "Oh, how you doing, Phil?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, how I'll you, see you on Monday. How you doing, Connor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Connor's really stocking up, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is Connor wearing all black right now? His social studies teacher's just like buying bulletproof vests and shit. We've <laughs> yeah. been watching him. <laughs> like, 
Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, the, another one that I'm going to do, there's a thing called uh, Strange Occurrence or Strange Realities in Nashville, Tennessee, and it's all about UFOs and conspiracy theories and spirituality and shit. So oh, I'm, great. I'm excited to interview people there for sure. Oh, so you're going to go and kind of do like a whole series on, on what they're doing down there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I went to Nashville and I noticed I'm actually going in a few weeks to go see uh, uh, Jason Aldean. So oh, nice. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. But while I'm there, I didn't realize there was a ghost hunting tour. Is that what it is or is it? No, so it's a conference. Uh, I think it's oh, like it's a, a conference. Yeah, it's like a three day conference. Tickets are like seventy bucks. I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna fucking buy it. Um, yeah, dude. And it's funny because I have like I have uh, comedy shows at night, and I'm doing the the conference and during the day. Um, but yeah, like I'm I I'm, I can guarantee. I mean, we're talking about people who love talking about themselves and whatever. Yeah, I can guarantee that people will openly do interviews there. That's amazing. It almost reminds me of, do you remember the Joe Rogan show? Um, Joe Rogan, he was like disproving uh, like the Bigfoot and the UFOs. I don't know what it was called. Do you remember? It was like early. Like Spike was, TV or something? Yeah, yeah. It was like after Fear Factor, after Man Show, before obviously the podcast thing kind of took off. Right. Um, it was like when he was in like TV limbo. Yeah. And I forget what it was called. Joe Rogan hates everything or something like that. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It's something crazy like that. But yeah, so you don't get to see that stuff on TV a lot anymore. Or at least you don't see, get to see comics kind of picking those people's brains. Right, Which right. Which comedy is an interesting perspective, right? Because we're, we're trying to make sense of the world, but we still have humility. So yeah. even though we're cracking jokes and stuff, comics do want to know what's going on. We're like we're people with questions. Right, right. So I love that idea of you going there. And, and I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do with the the docu series too. It's it's obviously leaning more towards being serious and and not as jokey. But like even with the cuts and like different shit like that, like during the Free or Dead Juggalo video, like I was talking about how Juggalos say whoop whoop all the time, and I was like, uh, I said something along the lines of like, oh, they 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 use whoop whoop to express express excitement. And there was a uh, there was a clip of uh, it was the titty shaking contest, <laughs> and uh, the the host was like, who, "Now who wants to see some titties?" And then all the jugglers were like, "Whoop whoop, <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop can mean anything to these people, dude." It's it's it's, it's a, a term of res- endearment. It's a it's your that's how you call up people, right? It's yeah. how you say yes, no. <laughs> You'd be how- like, "Whoop whoop," yeah, <laughs> yeah. Depending uh, on the thing, whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, son just died of cancer. Whoop 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 whoop. Um, <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst whoop whoop. But yeah, it was interesting because like I went to the juggler thing and then I went to the the Creation Museum and the Ark exhibit right after that. And uh, they were they're obviously starkly different because it was fundamentalist Christians versus juggalos. But even when I, I went to a preaching service at the Ark exhibit and they were just saying amen, amen. And I'm like, that's just like juggalos saying whoop whoop. It's just like the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just like a their lexicon that they use. Yeah, dude. So everybody's uh, the same, I think. Oh yeah. I think we're all the same creature. We just all have like different childhoods and different backgrounds, and that's educations, and that's the only thing separating us because our souls or whatever it is that you believe in, it's like living within us, like this light or whatever, it, whatever it is, right? There's something in there, and uh, I, I mean, I don't know anything about fuck but i do like to believe that you know there's a possibility that we're somewhere else and these are just um transistor skin suits that we're kind of like living in every day on this on this earth this could just be this is all organic matter yeah right this could i don't know what it is but it definitely feels like um this isn't it right this feels temporary um but the human existence and the human experience is amazing and beautiful but we know that it like doesn't last forever. But yeah. I also know that I'm not scared to die, right? It's yeah. like I'm not scared to die, and this all feels too familiar. So it's like you kind of 
I kind of start to lean into like the idea of reincarnation at times, but I can't really prove that. But it's like it, 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 we could be living in this. This could be a video game, right? The simulation theory rings so true to me that it's like gives me chills when I really think deep into it. Like we're all just vibrating matter. Like this is all code. Dude, I'll whoop whoop to that. <laughs> whoop whoop, dude. <laughs> whoop whoop, right? Like, I don't no, want to, yeah. we could crack the sim right now. <laughs> Not me, though. I'm just some fucking nerdy comedian, but yeah, somebody that's, could. That's what I feel like a lot of people don't understand. Like, I mean, with simulation theory and whatever, I think a lot of people, like what I'm doing right now is like, you know, exploring or whatever. But if you think of like life as like literally just like a video game that you can go around and you can just just do whatever you want as long as you know it's not illegal or whatever it's like none of this shit matters yeah just make whatever you want to make do whatever you want to do follow the rules there are rules and i think that's what like religion was Mm -hmm. i think the fundamentals of religion were great at the time and uh still are don't kill people stop stealing shit right right Like, like let's let's follow those 10 rules or so for humanity and maybe not worship them right right but um you know you have to you definitely have to follow the law, bro. I think that there's like a degree of separation between like the people who live above the law and like the people who are like living within the confines, but also still trying to be lucky. If you're lucky enough to live in America, at least, you know, and, and there's just so many opportunities here. Um, so I, feel, I mean, we're blessed, bro. It's a blessed time to be alive and to be in this, like where I'm at right now. I feel mm-hmm. I'm a lucky person. So it's like, not everybody gets to live probably like that. And I understand that, but I do uh, have a lot of gratitude for my situation, so yeah. I don't know. I think that's a good way to get more thing, good things to come to you is just being grateful. So, dude, I agree. I I will covet my neighbor's wife, but besides that, like, I <laughs> only if with his permission. <laughs> yeah, with his permission. <laughs> covet He's thy neighbor's in the corner. <laughs> the cuck wife. Yeah. <laughs> thy cuck's husband. Yeah, no, I'm not saying we shouldn't change it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, let's have eleven commandments, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, no, I agree. Uh, and yeah, comedy is a great way to do that. Comedy is a great way to have fun with life. Cause I feel like, uh, after a while, when you start really getting into adulthood, it can just kind of like drone on. I was, I was talking to a comedian last night who's been doing it for 22 years and he's like, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, like I eat shit, something, you know, I'm poor, whatever, but I love comedy to a, to a, to a degree where I'm, I'm willing to evolve my entire life around it you know yeah it and means it, the most yeah and i think it's a beautiful it's an it's a, a, a delusional uh addiction but it's i mean it at least for me it makes life worth living yeah dude it's like i don't feel good unless i'm on stage yeah seriously that's so probably that sounds bad but like i don't like i don't want to do anything until i go back on stage like i don't all i think about is like what i'm going to say when i go back on stage like uh, i just want to be on stage all the time like it's a it's a, I don't know if I didn't get enough attention as a kid. That's definitely it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm screwed up. Like, <laughs> for sure, I'm screwed up or I wouldn't want to do this, like, full time. And, like, I wouldn't be good at it if I wasn't so screwed up either. Yeah. Like, that's the, big, that's the biggest part. That's how you know people are, like, effed, bro. When you're like, oh, he's really funny. Like, yeah, then he's <sighs> fucked. He's <laughs> yeah, fucked that up. Dude, that dude's got problems. No, it's true, though. I mean, like, there's been, like, I, it, at, at a certain point in my comedy career, it's like I got to a point where it was, like, literally heroin on stage. Where it's, like... Even if you're bombing or not doing well or whatever, there's like a deep sense of like warmth. When I got you're to like, be up there, didn't I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. And uh, there's no end point, so you can just keep doing it until you die. Same thing with fentanyl. You can't like, overdose on comedy. You can't overdose. It's like heroin with like safety net. Could you imagine if you could overdose and you just crush too hard and then <laughs> you just start fucking seizing out? George Carlin. <laughs> yes, George Carlin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what happened, right? <laughs> he was in his residency. 
Right, right. So he was at the hotel and in between two shows. He was in his room, and I guess he just fucking... He died? Yeah, he had a heart I attack. I didn't know that. Yeah, he died working. Died. You know, he had like seven kids, so that's why he had to do a special every year. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Everybody's like, he worked so hard. You're like, he had to. He had to. He had he had I guess to. he had gambling problems and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Well, this is just hearsay that I heard from other people, pod, other, other podcasters. Yeah. Talk, like Joe Rogan and people like, listen, <laughs> you just listen for years and you're like, oh, yeah, one day I'm going to use that on my own show. <laughs> right now I'm going to regurgitate that information onto my own audience. Uh, I didn't really, it's uh, a pyramid. Yeah, but even it's like uh, I was talking to a, another comic, David Brooks in Indy, and he was saying that like, you know, uh, fucking like uh, uh, um, uh, Chris Rock or uh, Kevin Hart or um, uh, other, I don't, is Chris Rock a comedian? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chris Oh, Rock. yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, like Kevin Hart or uh, J- Dave Chappelle, it's like they have millions and millions of dollars. They don't need to keep doing comedy, yeah. but they continue to do it because they love it, yep. you know? Which is beautiful. Hey man, the, some of those guys are really prolific writers too. The guys that you just mentioned, and I think that's a that's a really powerful um, tool to have in your tool belt as a comic is just like keep chiseling it away at these jokes. Because some people, you know, they'll get work and stuff, and they're funny, but it's not like it's not the best art. And it's like when you've seen the best, you're like, mm-hmm. I want to see that every time. I want right. to see you at least attempt to be as funny as the people before us that were getting paid to do this. Let's have a little respect for the game. Exactly. So exactly. That's why that's how I look at it. So, yeah. Yeah. And even, you know, it's like to, to bomb and uh, fucking date in Ohio. Like I did a, I'm a, you know, whatever, like Kevin Rupert or yeah. whatever. Great comic. Great yeah. guy. Cool very guy. Bus- yeah. Love great. Kevin. Very, very business oriented. Um, you know, the show that he put on was fun. Um, but towards the end of the show, I mean, you know, some people left or whatever, and it was just like a, a group of drunk people who were like, you know, there, it was pretty much just a conversation between them and the comics. Uh, and it was kind of like a hell gig, but like, even that it's like, I love it. You yeah. Know? I love fucking, um, just like eating shit sometimes. And then just like being like, all right, well, I'm going to do it again. You know, you get to keep that with you when you get the good ones. Cause every now and then like, you know, you do a big club and you crush or somebody somebody that's like you know higher up in the game they like they recognize you or little moments like that man they like you're like fuck that that shit eating gig yeah i never that's not even important because i have this to hold on to and it's like your focus is the most important thing as far as you know your perspective and how you're feeling every day about about this comedy thing yeah it's a very uh it's very stoic you know like stoicism where it's just like you can't control like the, what I love about comedy is that there's so many factors that you can't control. And the only thing that you can do is, uh, just like literally do your best in the situation that you're in. Yeah. Uh, and it's all on you. And, uh, that's, what's very exhilarating about it, but also very fucking shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It has its moments, dude. Like I, that's what we don't usually talk about either. People don't get to see that side of it because it's not like you're, Making a cool social media post <laughs> about eating shit. Yeah, after yeah. you had to fuck, you fucking bombed, and and I think you bomb before you get on stage. I think that happens before you even get up there. Wait, right? where you just like get in your head? Yeah, yeah. On the way there, whether it's like the guy before you crushes or doesn't do well enough, and then you're like, do I do I have enough time to even bury him out and still do these new bits? It's still open this uh, in this, and you start playing mental chess with yourself, and you defeat yourself. Yeah, before yeah. you go up. Yeah, I think it doesn't happen on stage. Like, right? If you're on fire, you're on fire, and just fucking, you know. But it's like I don't know how to do that every time. And like, I'm a little bit, I'm addicted to killing. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like I want to fucking, I want to murder every time, and it just doesn't happen, dude. And I know, yeah. The level of depression and like fucking (laughs) the level of hardness that you like, 
I'm just so hard on my, after I have a bad gig, dude, I'm so hard on myself. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll eat bad. <laughs> I'll go and get ice cream or something. I'm like a girl who got broke up with or something yeah. when, she's, when she's 16 and she's like, <laughs> I'm like texting my friends. How was your night? <laughs> yeah. Just so you just can hope just... somebody had some goodness in my life. Right. Just right. like, Oh, it was great. Good. At least someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like It's so sad. Bro. No, I think, I think everyone's like addicted to killing or like they're addicted to wanting to kill. Um, and like, you know, obviously you're a funny guy. Uh, you know, we're both pretty funny. Uh, but then there's some people who, you know, it's like, I don't want to talk shit about other comedians, but they don't get that opportunity a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, I, I, I don't know. I think that it, there's a certain level of um, like natural talent in comedy, but I think a majority of it is work. Yeah. Like I've seen people who are not funny and they go to mics every night and they start writing a lot and they become funny. I don't think I was funny at first. I think I had presence. Yeah. Some people have presence. Some people have jokes. Right. Right. And then some every now and then you get a Chris Rock or a Dave Chappelle and you're like, this guy has both. Yeah. Holy shit. Who yeah. is this guy? Yeah. Right. But you have to work. I think a lot of us have to work up one side of the ladder or the other. And then you kind of, you know, five, 10 years in, whatever you, you work hard enough. People, people notice you. It happens faster for some people. Sometimes right. like, dude, I, you have so many TikTok followers, bro. I can't believe you don't have an agent or something. Dude, I'm thinking That's about crazy. Getting, I'm thinking about getting a manager or agent. Dude, do it. all you literally if you just send some headshots, dude, in that TikTok a screenshot of your TikTok, bro, that's it. Yeah. You're going to get it. There's this uh this comic named Jason Banks, very funny guy. Always been funny. He's from Columbus. He's been doing it for like 20 years, 15, 20 years though. Uh-huh. Right? He was like working a normal job up until COVID. And he blew up on TikTok massive, has over 6 million followers. And then through his relationship with the funny bone and kind of being a road comic over the years, but just being a regular road comic, like one of us, they were like, okay, hey man, we see what's going on here. They got him an agent. Now he's doing, you know, 50 shows, uh, you know, 150 shows a year. He's like booked every weekend doing all the funny bones across the country. He's, he's on Steve Harvey from his TikTok. So I'm just saying I mean, I also know another guy. He he's a trucker. He dances. Actually, he was going to come today, but we rescheduled because I know you were here from out of town. And right. my, my other buddies from New Jersey are here, so we had to reschedule. But he was just on Mario Lopez, and he was just on Steve Harvey from his TikTok. Dude, it's crazy. So I think you should start sending that out, bro. I should. I should because that's like I, I have a friend uh, in Denver who's a comic, and he got an agent. He doesn't have his social media is pretty much next to none, but he somehow got an agent, um, and she books him like tours like all across the country yeah and i'm like that's that's my biggest struggle is like being able to reach out to people and like just try and get shows and, and send if I, your email it's like you're begging it feels yeah, desperate doesn't it it's horror especially as like an introverted person I'm like bro i don't want to do this you know in the same way or yeah where it's just like hey please can i you know if you have any availability sometime please. do you remember the other i feel this i remember the other night when we were shooting that footage and i was trying to do that intro uh-huh. and i was like a little bit nervous in front of you because i was like <laughs> oh this guy's a content creator too and it's it's not like i just have my buddy dylan who's just like we know you know i know him pretty well and so I can kind of open up a little bit more. But I got a little bit nervous when we were doing the intro. And we had to film it twice. It's the same way. It's like it takes me a second to like kind of crack myself open and be comfortable or like send out that email or reach out to that. I have so many clubs that are like uh, managers and stuff. I'll see them or like uh, or they'll t- we'll talk or something like send me your avails. And then I just don't do it. Yeah, and you got to like, do that. I don't do it. I'm being I don't know if I'm being lazy or sometimes I think I'm scared of success and I like I like I'm self-destructing slowly. Yeah, self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. Yeah. That's yeah. a big that's a big thing in comedy. And it's like I've I mean I've been in comedy for roughly like 5 years and um the, the thing that about comedy is that it's not just about being funny. Like especially in the early days like you have to 
you have to be funny on stage. You have to be a good marketer. You have to be confident enough to reach out to people. You have to be, um, you know, delusional, delusional enough to, to make big leaps in your career. Uh, you have to do graphic design. It's like, it's, you're, you're everything. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot at the, at, right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, really. But I think oh, if we watch guys though, like success leaves clues, right? If we watch like the footprints of like, say an Andrew Schultz or someone mm-hmm. like that. And you're like, this guy started off like as a feature act who's just vlogging and then people took a hold of it because right. they like that content, bro. And like doing the stuff that we're doing, I think we have really similar content, even though like it's starkly different, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's very similar. And what we're doing, we're outreaching the people and we're like that, that is huge. And I think making them a part of what we're doing is like bigger than what we really know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's bigger than us at yeah. this point. And as it grows, it will continue to be astronomically bigger. And I think it will just kind of snowball at some point. So like, for example, like when we were doing the interviews or whatever, and uh, you like asked the guy for an interview, he's like, I know the morning woods podcast. You didn't know. I forgot we all about that. I didn't know who that guy was. Yeah. I told my girl about that too. I was like, Oh, I got recognized the other day. One time I got recognized at a pizza place and I was, I had my two daughters behind in the car. Uh-huh. And they're always like, daddy's always, I'm always gone and stuff. And they're always like, oh, daddy has to work. You know, I have shows and stuff. So yeah. Like they, and they, uh, this guy was like, dude, are you, uh, Johnny was like from the morning was pocket. And oh, I was shit. like, Hey, I was like, Hey, hold on, man. Can you tell my kids that <laughs> I rolled down the window and I was like, Hey, this guy's going to tell you something. <laughs> and I was like, Hey man, I'm going to give you a big tip. Like, he's like, what's big tip? $10, $5. <laughs> yeah. $5? He's like, if you, $7? if you give me $10, I will send your avails to your kid. I like, did. I gave him 10. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice guy. It's pretty wild getting recognized, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the same thing where it's like, if you just put in the work and you, you just put your head down and you just keep making shit eventually i mean it is it's like a butterfly effect yeah where, where people recognize you and then they tell their friends hey i got interviewed on the street by this guy and then you know they share whatever yeah um so yeah it's pretty cool what, what i respect about andrew schultz you talked about him earlier is that he i think he had a ted talk or whatever and he said that he did a 30 minute special on youtube sent it to a bunch of different um like bookers and clubs and shows trying to headline none of them responded and so what he did is he cut all of his jokes up into one minute or two minutes and then put them on YouTube and then use the YouTube algorithm of the suggested videos because people didn't have the attention span to watch a 30 minute special, but they do have the attention span to watch two minute videos. Yes. And then they get suggested. They're like, Oh, this guy's funny. And then it's another two minute video. It's the rabbit hole. Yeah. It's the rabbit hole. Yes. And so that I, re- I respect the hell out of that. Cause that's like, uh, he showed us the model. Yeah. And he said that before he did the Ted talk, he also said that on Rogan, he's like, well, I'm showing people how to do this. Right. And I was like, what does that mean? And then I watched the Ted talk a few weeks later and I was like, Oh my God. I was like, this is such a kind man. Like yeah. in, in real life, like maybe he's an asshole or his persona. Like, you know, you, I love his new special though, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. insane. It was so inspiring too. Right. Watching right. it, watching him say whatever he wanted, but also being comical about it. Right. Like that's what I grew up on. Right. Like watching like uh death jam and watching like, uh, um, <clears throat> the Kings of Comedy. I really loved Eddie Griffin when I was growing up. Uh, Titus, uh, what was that dude's name? Christopher Titus was really funny back in the day. Yeah, yeah that yeah, Fox yeah. show when I was a kid. Uh, even the, uh, the the blue collar comedy tour. I mean, <laughs> Jeff people, Foxworthy. People were just like, yeah, dude. Some of the stuff he said was really edgy. Yeah, even yeah. though he was a clean cut guy, like a dad. Uh, yeah. But yeah, looking back, man, like that edgy comedy is just always what's made me laugh. So that's what I lean into. Yeah. Like I want to get real close to making you uncomfortable and then I want to come back around and we want to all have a laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's my style. So like, so I think we have a similar style. So that's why I also just have a lot of respect for, for what he did for the, for the game and as far as putting it out there and 
and just showing younger comics like, okay, if you want to be successful, he knows he's not going to be around forever. Right. So does JRE. That's why he puts people on. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna, he knows he's going to die. So he's like giving these other people who are working hard opportunities too. And I hope to one day be at that level where like my podcast means something to, for, for other people uh, to come on and like I can show my audience other people and kind of give, uh, I want to do that. Like I'm doing it at a very small level now, but I want to, I want to grow, bro. Cause I think making people involved kind of like how this little rant started off is like the most important thing you can do. Cause like that's your legacy. Yeah. You know, like letting, letting other people be a part of what you did, like will mean more to them in the long run. And, and they'll tell people and they'll, and then we'll, yeah, it's definitely a huge part of it. Hey, let's watch some more of those clips, Dylan. Do you want to do that? A few more of those interviews? <laughs> yeah. Can we do the, uh, we can do, uh, was. Oh yeah, we could do the girls. First. These girls were wasted. They were so not drunk. even sure that they should have been in the bar. No, they were definitely under twenty one. I yeah. think because you said that there's a co- there's a college in this town. Yeah, yeah. A UD is down there, Wright State. We have a couple. Yeah. The one movie with the shit. Shout out the Morning Woods podcast. Morning Woods. <laughs> it's a little bit of weird. We're drunk. Okay. Okay, let's try it. We love Morning Woods podcast. Okay, yeah. go subscribe to them. We fucking love those guys. Exactly. Best guys ever. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Morning Woods podcast. I need a cool intro. Little did she know she lost her vape and then uh, her friend would try to get us to find her vape. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Two minutes later. After we turned the camera off, they were like, hey, can you guys help us find our vape? Can like, you guys no. go back in the bar with us? We were like, no. Yeah. No, we're in the thank middle you for of the something. interview. We were just... We were on the street. Man yeah. on the street. Yeah. That was fun, dude. That, uh, was a, that was a fun podcast. Let's go to the next one because there's this guy who was very interesting. Yeah. And I want people at home to see this guy. I was trying to figure out. I don't know if he was on drugs or if he was. Well, you asked him. <laughs> I don't want to spoil cool. yeah. We're just asking people since it's Halloween time. We just want to know what your favorite scary movie is. I think he never had a TV or a movie in his life. Like, dude, it took him like a whole 30 seconds. <laughs> what? Oh, favorite oh, it, true yeah. movie. Okay. Uh, probably uh, Days of Confused. His favorite scary movie is Days of Confused. What are you, uh, what are you, what are you talking about? The American he said Days of Confused is his favorite. That's a rapist. Not a scary movie. Because he knows that what happened to McConaughey, right? Yeah, exactly. Where you know, you curl, girls keep getting younger and he stays the same age. Yeah, that's that's probably why it's his favorite movie. That's his favorite movie. <laughs> We're like, what's your favorite scary movie? Hold on, I'll give you a full 30 second break. I would hate to have been it's probably in his a scary, brain. It's probably a scary movie to him because McConaughey got caught. Can That's you imagine the little people working in his brain? Like, when they got sent that fax, they were like, oh, I don't know, dude. I don't even know if we have that on file here. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on, dude? Like, okay, let's finish it because we got to know what he thinks about the American dream. That's what I'm most interested in. Fantastic. Yeah, has the American dream worked for you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah man. I'm fucking loaded, dude. So much money, man. I love it. And, um, you know, and, um, and a homeless guy just gave me his, his last cigarette. So, yeah, I love <laughs> the American what dream. What a what, what do you think so America's going to look like in 20 years? Oh, it's going to be fantastic, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be, um, it's going to be a lot of, uh, uh, everyone walking around on meth like her and, and you know, whatever else. You know, who gives a shit? <laughs> 
sweet. I think that when I was say, I think thank you for the to the academy, and I think God and my dad and you folks for doing I wake up with the morning woods and I love the morning woods because it makes my day just I gotta get a math book out and put it in front of my pants when I go to the chalkboard because of the morning woods podcast oh, thank yeah. you okay Find our jewel for us. I'm like, no, dude. She was like, yeah. insane. She was like, her husband uh, is inside with her other vape, and I was like, dude, there is no way oh, that yeah. we are walking inside with you and her husband's in there. You want us to like, hey, where's that vape at? Like, she also looked like she was 20. I was like, you're fucking married with a husband. With a husband, she had braces. <laughs> yeah, she had braces and they were <laughs> braces, God. dude. That girl has like, braces. For what the fuck is Ohio? It. No, don't remind it. I'm like, this is yeah, this is the most Ohio thing that I've ever fucking oh been a part God, of, dude. Oh my God. Uh, let's see who else we have, Dylan. And if you we time, we're just asking yes, everyone. No, don't even fucking What's your favorite scary yeah, movie? Halloween. Michael Myers Halloween. Yep. Scream. Scream? Yeah. Okay. Can you ladies shout out the Morning Woods podcast? Shout out to the Morning, Morning Woods, Woods podcast. Thank you. What do you guys think? Uh, what do you? What do you? Uh, what does the American dream mean to you? Oh boy! <laughs> Freedom. Sorry, question. Live your life. Do what you want to do, Freedom. and you can't take it when you go. Genuinely. Yeah. Has the American dream worked for you? Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Two separate answers. I still try every day to live the American dream. Go to bed. I'm doing. Wake good. up. I'm going. And I say it again, and it doesn't. Work, I'm doing so. good. Amen. What do you guys think America's going to look like in 20 years? Horrible. Oh shit. Horrible. Uh, yeah. I in 20 know. years? Yeah. I'm kind of sad with the way. I think it'll be better in 20 years. I think and things will like move. It's hard to tell. Positively, I don't know. But also, like, there's so much hate in the world that mm-hmm. it's like, it's it's yeah. not. No, it's <laughs> but in 20 years, I think because we know there's hate, it'll change. It'll get better. It will. Hey, Hopefully. Up, yep. Fingers crossed. Yep. That's what I want. Yep. Okay, uh, Dylan. Let's pause this real quick. All right, and we are back from the break. Hell yeah. Uh, just want to say thanks, everybody, for watching so far. This has been a really fun episode. I'm glad that we got to do this content together, dude, and then also like somehow morph it in with this podcast. It's been like an interesting experience. So. It has. I mean, it's like three birds, one stone. It really, yeah. I mean, I was talking to you earlier when I do fucking man-on-the-street interviews. Like, it's a pain in the ass to do it solo. Yeah. I have to set up a fucking tripod, and I have to like ask people, and I do all the mic whatever but having you and being able to like intro people with like silly questions about their favorite horror movie. Yeah, dude. And then doing the, the quick pivot to like, I think it's a fun way to like crack the ice with them and then yeah. you get a real honest answer. Yeah. And then you just ask a deep sociopolitical question. Yeah, dude, I would love to come and help you sometime, you know, and, and maybe we can meet up somewhere or whatever. Um, and yeah, dude. And, or when you're in town here again, maybe we can work on something and, uh, yeah, it's a fun way to kind of both of us get some content, get some people involved and 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 kind of go out there and and talk to people, bro. Like that's what that's where you get the followers cuz they want to know like not only where they're going to be cuz you're mm-hmm. making them part of it. Like where can I see this? But I think it's also a, they're like, dude, we want to see what else this guy's going to do. Right, right. Right? Like this is he's crazy enough to go fucking ask strangers questions on the street. <laughs> what else is he going to do? Right, right, so, right. Hell yeah, man. It's a cool medium to uh to def- to 
to find um, to find new potential fans and just to also just to kind of get your own life experience and sit, figure out what the, the hell the world's thinking. Dude, just have fun. I mean, yeah. like I've I've since I've been traveling, I've seen like crazy fucking shit. Like I. I'm, I, I went to like, uh, and I'm, I can't say the name of the club or the comedy club, but um, I went to an unnamed club in Illinois and uh, there was a fucking, the, the owner stole a goat and he, he keeps the goat in the back of the comedy club. No fucking way. Dude, it was insane, dude. That's it, so crazy. I know. Are people it, feeding it and shit? Yeah, he feeds it. He cares for it. He loves it deeply. Um, but dude, it was just like crazy little experiences like that where I'm like, this country is insane. And it, I'm having fun just exploring it. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, it's like not even the stuff that you get on film, which is great. Like you're getting some cool content. But like the stuff you get to keep with you in your mind's eye. Right. Yeah. It's the best. The stories to get to tell your buddies and shit. Yeah, exactly. It's so cool, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I hope you guys at home follow uh, what Jacob's doing. Make sure you follow his Instagram. It's uh, Jinkum underscore Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, Jones. Jinkum <laughs> underscore Jones. Jones. I cannot get it right for anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys make sure you follow his YouTube. It's Jacob Jonas Comedy. I'm yeah. right about that. And you yeah. guys can watch that interview with the Juggalos and also the one at the Creation Museum. And then uh, I'm not sure when the content that I'm not sure what you're if you're stringing together some interviews along the way. And um, so I, I, at some point, maybe the stuff that we did together will be somewhere. And then mm-hmm. but you guys can watch the Johnny on the spot with Jacob and I on my YouTube coming out this week. Um, we appreciate you guys for coming. And uh, Jacob, I appreciate you for being here, buddy. It's uh, it was really cool to meet you. And I uh, I thought it was a really fun experience working with you and, uh, and getting some cool content. Hell yeah, dude. This was a great experience. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. And yeah. Dylan, thank you for being behind the camera. As always, I appreciate you guys for watching. Go like this video, subscribe, all that stuff. Peace out. Hell yeah.